Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You can wrap this one, my friend, in maroon and white. Ten seconds, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Bingo! You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. They let me come back for a second one. I'm as surprised as any of you. Brian Haydad here, Super Talk Mississippi. This is Thunder and Lightning Live. Hope wherever you are in this great state of ours, you're uh, you're having a good day, a good Wednesday. And I uh, want to give a shout-out, as we do every day on the Thunder and Lightning podcast, to our service members out there taking care of us. We always appreciate you guys. Rhino, he's down there in Studio X. He makes sure everything goes right. If something yeah, goes wrong... No, no, no. You can blame me. I'm, I'm the one who makes things go wrong. Rhino is the one who makes things go right. So glad to have him on board for another edition of, edition of uh, Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Good show coming up for you in our next uh, in the next uh, what thirteen minutes from now. Got to got to look at the clock sometimes when you do these things. Uh, we'll have Coach Zach Arnett, uh, Mississippi State defensive coordinator. I spoke with him earlier, and we'll play that interview for you. I think it's a really good one, especially. And I'll, I'll go into a little more detail about this after the interview, but that's a guy who doesn't sugarcoat things, for me anyway. And sometimes he actually, what's the opposite of sugarcoat? Bitter coats? He puts vinegar on things? I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know exactly the, the culinary term I want to use here, but he is a guy that I feel like you're getting the straight, straight information from him. And I thought that he came across as, you know, he felt pretty good about his guys. After a few days of practice, so we'll talk more about that in, this, in the in a little later in the show after we hear that interview. But defense is going to be the focus of today's show. We did a podcast about it, uh, I think yesterday. That was our, our sorry, that was our Tuesday podcast about how this defense is flying under the radar. Not a lot of media talking about Mississippi State defensively outside of Michael Borky, who who loves this group. Um, but by and large, this year. In this offseason, when people have asked me about Mississippi State or when people have asked about Mississippi State in general outside of, you know, talking to me, when I see Mississippi State-related content, it's almost always about Mike Leach and the offense. It's about Will Rogers. It's about the receivers and, you know, replacing Charles Cross. And these are, you know, it's two sides of the same coin here. You know, you got to have offense, you got to have defense. And offensively, uh, you're fair to ask those questions. You know, the Charles Cross question is is a very legitimate one. Will Rogers and how much better he can be, very legitimate question. And Mike Leach, you know, year three, these are all questions you should be asking. But no one's talking about State's defense. They bring back a ton of experience, a ton of guys who have played major, you know, minutes would be the basketball term, major downs. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to go with there. We need, we need to come up with a, uh, a phrase for that. They've played a lot of plays on this defense at all three levels. You look at the defensive line, and they've got guys there on top of guys. They've got Cam Young and Nate Pickering and, and Jaden Crumbity and Randy Charlton and DeMonte Russell. All right. I mean, that's your first five guys. 
And then, you know, you're going to bring Jordan Davis back from an ACL injury a season ago. I thought, you know, going back to fall practice a year ago, when I said fall, I said fall. Nobody, nobody, I get one. I get one a show. Going back to preseason camp a year ago, Jordan Davis in scrimmages that I got to see was pretty consistent getting wins against Charles Cross. Now, Cross was winning, you know, a lot of the time, but Davis was getting pressure off of him pretty regularly. And I thought going into last year, I was like, this guy's about to break out and be a, a guy who challenges for eight, nine sacks. And then he tears his ACL. The other guy is DeMonte Russell, who I think is going to be, if you said who are states on the defensive line, who are the pass rushers going to be? Russell and Davis are the guy I'm going to point to. Russell, you know, remember, uh, was it two, two years ago, just before signing day of, uh, 2020. So that would have been December of 2019, uh, was in a car accident with a couple of other players. And it's taken him some time to get completely healthy. But he's the guy out of the Jackson area, went to Provine High School that I remember when he signed, I thought, okay, he, he has a, a frame that can turn into the kind of player that State doesn't have a whole lot of. He could be a, and I'm not, don't ever, I don't like to do the whole, he could be the next guy. No, nobody's the next guy. Everybody's this themselves, I think. But he could be a player who's built like Montez Sweat, a pass rusher off the edge that is quick enough to give left tackles problems, but strong enough to be consistent in the run game. I like those two guys. I think they make big contributions for State this year. Young, Pickering, and Crumity are outstanding in the interior. They're really going to be good. One of those guys is probably the next. I don't know who it is, but one of those guys will probably be the next good to great MSU defensive lineman at the next level. Then linebacker, you bring back Bookie Watson, you bring back Jet Johnson. You have a guy last year, Deshaun Page, who you, you, you recruited out of EMCC, and you thought, okay, he's going to be a, you know, a little bit of a project. But now he, it seems like he's getting there. You have Tyrus Wheat. You have two great young players from the state of Mississippi, and John Lewis down there again in the Jackson area, went to uh, to Germantown High School, and then you've got uh, Ty Cooper, who was Mississippi's uh, Mister Football a couple years ago out of Louisville High School. You got a lot of guys there. And then you brought in some great young talent there in this recruiting class. I don't know if those guys, you know, Gilmore, Khalid Moore, Avery Sledge, if they're going to be contributors this year, but they'll get some, they'll get some time. They'll get some reps for sure. The secondary is where you had questions. You had concerns. You losing Martin Emerson was obviously a big one. This is where I thought state was the best in the transfer portal was going out and getting guys in the secondary. They went out and got two former four star guys at cornerback and Marcus Banks and Hunter Washington from Alabama and from Florida State, respectively. And then in the safety position, a year after going out and getting Jalen Green, who was a day-one starter for them and had big plays, they go out and get Jackie Matthews from West Virginia, who all indications are he'll be a day-one starter for Mississippi State this year. And then late in the process, you bring in Jordan Morant, a former four-star guy from Michigan, who should be able to make some sort of contribution this year. And if not, you know, you feel like, you feel like you've piled up some depth. I mentioned this on, on the podcast. I'll say it again here. I know I've mentioned it on Sports Talk Mississippi as well, but the four, the, the, the top two corners at each, at, on each side, the, the left and right corner, the boundary and the field, whatever you want to call them, 
They're all four-star guys. Forbes, DeCambrian, Richardson, Banks, Washington. And now only Forbes and Richardson have played in the SEC at this point. Banks has not done anything. Washington has not done anything. But, I mean, what else am I supposed to go off of if it's not their, their recruiting profile? So, I mean, that's as much talent a state has had in any position in years. And I would say that you look around the SEC, how many other teams have f- four cornerbacks of that kind of caliber? It's probably not a lot. So I think this defense, and then you combine that with Arnett, who I think is one of the, the better young defensive coordinators out there. I love the aggressiveness. I always say this, you know, Mississippi State is not a team like Alabama or Georgia that's just going to out-talent you from the start of the game to the finish. you got to be aggressive on both sides of the ball when you're in Mississippi State if you want to have a chance to win. Well, Zach Arnett must have heard that and took it to heart because I don't know. I mean, I watched Joe Lee Dunn. And I don't know that Joe Lee Dunn was more aggressive than Zach Arnett is. His problem last year wasn't being too aggressive. It was his guys didn't execute at times. I can go back and find five or six plays for you from games at State lost where they the blitz call was absolutely the right call to make and State just didn't get there in time, didn't get home on the blitz. And that's what sets up the big plays. That's what sets up touchdowns for the opposition. So what you hope for for Mississippi State this year is that when those blitz calls are made and when he sends the house, they're getting back to the backfield. I think they can do that. I think having Davis and Russell gives them a real pass rush threat on the outside with their hand in the ground. I think Tyrus Wheat will have a big year. I like Jet Johnson and and, and Bookie Watson there in the middle. And then I think you've got cornerbacks who can and safeties now who can play better coverage and give you know make quarterbacks make mistakes. I think this can be a top five defense in the SEC. Certainly top half, but I think it's a top five defense. I think nationally, probably a top 30 defense. And if you combine a top 30 defense with what you think state's going to be offensively, the path to eight wins gets a little clearer. The path to nine wins gets a little clearer. So this is a good defense, and people are sleeping on it. People, The same way people are just sleeping on Mississippi State in general, but nobody's talking about the defense. We're going to change that. Uh, today. So, Zach Arnett joins us in just a moment. Will he Will he make me feel bad about myself? You'll have to, to stay tuned to find out. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Window Tint Headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. (laughs) There are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta. We're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone. 
Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products, and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, it takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. How can R.J. Young help you? With digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology, R.J. Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. Chances are you're jamming in your car right now. And since Liberty Mutual customizes car insurance, so you only pay for what you need, Limu and I are going to show you some safe car dance moves. Hit it. Everybody, check your blind spots real quick. Now hands on the wheel. Put them 10 in two and move your head like a bird do. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. We believe you can't put a price on love. That's why we built a better way to buy a diamond. Juniker Jewelry. Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With ten times the selection of diamonds, diamond engagement rings, and wedding bands, you'll find an average jewelry store. Beautiful, affordable engagement rings she'll love. Complete with your center diamond starting at less than $1,000. Case after case of gorgeous rings, all priced $2,000, $3,000, $4,000 and up. And with Juniker's flexible financing, you can give her a one-carat diamond for as little as $84 a month with approved credit. We have an engagement ring for every couple. I'm Rachel. And I'm John Ravenstein. It doesn't matter who you are, what your budget is, or where you are in life. If you're in love, we have a diamond engagement ring for you. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. All the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Thunder. And lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Just a young gun with a quick fuse. I was uptight, wanna let loose. I was Welcome back to Thunder and Lightning Live here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad here with you in Starkville. Rhino down there in Studio X. He's making everything happen for us. And making things happen is what Coach Zach Arnett is all about on the defensive side of the ball. Good to have him here with us on our second episode of Thunder and Lightning. I got John Cohen first. You have to forgive me on that one. I, I, you know, I, you were my second choice, so you were you were Plan B. Yeah, I bet. So, you think about the off season, Coach, and players. They hit the weight room. They get on the track. They do everything they can physically. They watch film. They're all about trying to get better. What does a coach do in the offseason to get better as a coach? Well, you know, the first thing you typically do is you go out recruiting because uh, once you've been coaching long enough, you realize that it really really got a lot more to do with the guys on the field executing everything than it does with, you know, anything you do. Obviously, you got to, you know, you got to coach them upright and uh, give them the tools and 
and techniques that are required to be to be successful. But uh, there ain't no coach out there making plays. So first you go recruiting, and then obviously you watch a lot of film, trying to see if there's anything maybe you can steal or plagiarize from someone else's scheme and that fits into yours. And uh, you know, I like to say I read some books on whatever you know, all leadership organization, all that stuff, but unfortunately I'm probably not as well-read as I, I should be. When's the last time, and I won't ask you to give away the, the team or the coach that you, but when's the last time you saw something you were just like, oh, I'm taking that? Oh, I, that's my that's my problem. I think probably daily I have that instinct with something I see, and then I realize, you got, yeah, there's no, it's impossible to do all that stuff, you know, and plus you haven't thought of all the ins and outs and uh, potential consequences of doing it, but that doesn't mean I'm not still guilty of making that mistake, you know, pretty regularly. Is that something you can quantify to getting better as a coach? You know, a player, you can tell if they got better year to year. There's no question about that. Their stats improve. Their body looks different. As a coach, can you, do you look at yourself right now and say, I'm a better coach now than I was last season than the season before that? Well, I certainly hope so because, you know, we, we, we sit in these meetings with players and we talk about how, you know, you got to show up every day with a mindset to improve, to to come here with great energy and and get better. And obviously, you're competing every day, you know, not with yourself and with uh, you know other guys in your in your position in your room. And so, uh, that same standard obviously would apply to the coaching staff. Um, so, I think all of us certainly like to think that we are uh, doing everything we can to reach our utmost potential as coaches. And obviously, that's an ongoing, lifelong process. You know, as long as you're in this career. I feel like the watchword for your program this year on both sides of the ball is experience. You just return a lot of guys from a season ago, and these guys have now been through basically two years of your system. They, they should know the ins and outs of it by now. How much does experience help you, especially in the early few weeks of practice where you're not teaching everybody all of the calls and all of the audibles now? It Can, can you focus more on the big picture? Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously experience in any scheme is – is uh, a, a fantastic luxury to have because when you re- when you return players with that many snaps under their belt, you know very very few things are new to them, right? They not like they haven't seen them before. And like you said, familiar with terminology, checks, you know, formation recognition. Obviously, that's a a big benefit. Now, I just watched our you know practice from our fourth practice, and I'm starting to think that we probably have a little too much defense in right now because I'm not sure we're actually executing any of it quite exactly how it's supposed to be done you know as we have a general we're floating around in the right area but it's not quite not not looking as crisp as you'd like so uh there you go i just admitted to making the mistake of what i already just talked about always always trying to put too much in and want to do too much stuff and sometimes you know the kiss method is pretty simple right keep it simple stupid when you think about simplicity, I mean, Coach Leach talks about that all the time, about how simple it is. You know, his offense is more about repetition than anything else. Is your defense kind of similar to that, or, or do you feel like you, you coach a complicated defense? Oh, I think it's a repetition thing. I mean, uh, you know, all our different blitzes, uh, the coverage varieties you play. I think probably every defense now, you got to get a lot of repetition. You know, most defensive guys, yeah, you want your individual time, blah, 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 but you want to get plays, right? we got to – Got to see plays and get repetitions of how every defense is going to fit up to it. And so I have a, I'll happily ad, or honestly admit Coach Leach and his many years of coaching and experience and wisdom has, has realized the best way to develop a system that keeps it simple, lets the players play fast, you get a bunch of reps. I'm, I'm still working on that. 
you talk about playing fast, and obviously speed is, is the thing in the SEC all over. From a team speed perspective, how do you feel about your defense? Do you feel like you have the athletes out there that can execute and, and, and be successful in the SEC? Yeah, we got, we got good athletes. I mean, obviously, got we got size where you want size right up front on the D line. We got we got a combination of size and speed, you know, in the linebacker room. You guys have uh, played a bunch, and then obviously in the secondary, we got again returning guys. Uh, our you know our two corners probably has run as as good as anyone, and uh, you know with some recruiting and transfer portal and all that, we, we've been able to increase some of the athleticism in some certain places. So we're excited, but. Uh, we got a long way to go from being a finished product. You mentioned the portal, and I thought that was a place where Mississippi State did a great job in terms of f- identifying needs and then go out and finding those guys, especially on your side of the ball, and especially in the secondary. You brought in, you know, what four different guys to to help you in in this season. You brought in, you know, Marcus Banks, Hunter Washington, Jar- um, Jackie Matthews, Jordan Morant. Some of those guys probably will contribute more than others this year, but. The transfer portal is obviously the hot-button issue in college football right now. Just as a coach, you know, where do you stand on it? Do you, are you a fan of it? Do you like what it's doing? Or is this something where you think they got to get a little bit more of a handle on it? Uh, I, uh, I would just say it's one of those things that at this point, right, it's probably – I think it's here to stay. Um, I think the intention of it is com- was completely in the right place, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I just think it's the reality of it. I'm not sure I have a positive or negative. I just kind of, these are the rules we play by. Everyone's, it's a fair playing field for everyone uh, in terms of, you know, player goes in the portal. They could be recruited by anyone. Uh, you know, we all know that certain, some places have recruiting advantages over others. You see it in the high school pro- process. And, but I, uh, it's, a, it's the reality of it. It's the nature of the, of the game of college football right now. So, do you feel like the guys, you feel like the guys that you brought in, those guys that I mentioned, have they done a good job of buying in and, and, and getting acclimated to what you expect from them? Yeah, I think anyone. I mean, anyone who, who, who transfers, right, is looking for a new place, uh, you know, they're going to they're, they're gonna make that decision. They're going to find the place that they feel most comfortable. They see an opportunity to uh, be developed, and, and hopefully they see a fit within the scheme, you know, no matter what side of the ball it's on. So the guys we've had, you know, they've been – They've done a nice job of showing up ready to work and, and trying to pick up on the defense as much as possible, as fast as possible. And so uh, obviously by no means is it, you know, are they are they looking like a, like they're super comfortable in it yet, but we're only four days in, so we better make the most of these last few weeks. Four days in. Do your veterans look like what you would expect them to look like four days in? <clears throat> Certain ones. <laughs> you sometimes you say a lot more by just saying very little, coach. I'll yeah, be, that's, a, that's a true statement. Yeah, me stuttering over my, some of my answers there previous about the portal and everything. So that's I'm keeping it curt here. It's 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 a it's a it's a hot button issue, and and everybody has got a different opinion on it. We've heard Mike Leach's thoughts on it, and you know, it's just something that, and it's not something that. Personally, I enjoy talking about. If you ever watch the show, and I, I know you don't, but if you ever did, you know that when we're talking football, the other guys on the show, Richard and Michael, they love to talk NIL and transfer portal, and, and I'm just like, can we talk about the games and the players? Let's talk yeah, well, football. Let's let's. That's the nice luxury about being a you know an assistant, not a head coach. Is all all I got to worry about is scheme and players. So it's not. I've really probably never spent any time thinking about some of that stuff. Any young guys called so defense and blitz. Yeah. Any young guys so far caught your eye? 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, you see flashes. Um, you know, I don't know. You get a certain age cutoff. You want me to keep it too, or? Well, just some of the new faces, maybe. No, a couple of the incoming freshmen, man. You, uh, I think we got a few linebackers who live are long and can run around. I've uh, been really happy with Avery Sledge flashed a few times uh, running out there. Javay Gilmore made a few plays. Uh, you know, you, he's look at him and you, you can tell they got a lot of of growing, muscling up, and developing to do. But uh, I've liked some of the things they flashed. Obviously, uh, our young three D linemen they sure look pretty out there in their uniforms. Um, yeah, it's a different world once you make the jump and you go against some of these offensive linemen that exist in college football, but they're doing it physically. They're holding their own. We just got to get them more comfortable so they can cut it loose and play, but that's how you want to look in their uniform. I wouldn't know anything about looking pretty, Coach. That's not, that's not how <laughs> I'm, with, I'm right there with you. Oh, you got, I got me seconds. on the Zoom thing. All my wife tells me is I got a face for radio and not for TV. So. I know how that goes. <laughs> Only about 30 seconds left here, Coach. Fans love to talk about bulletin board material and what happened last year. We remember that. What happened up in Memphis last year? How much does that play into this upcoming game? Oh, wait a minute. Anytime you lose, you're unhappy about it. So, um, you know, in my opinion, anything, all you got to do is look at a scoreboard after any loss, no matter who it's against. And uh, hopefully if you're a competitor, it leaves a raw taste in your mouth. So that's all I'll say. Few more weeks, we'll be out there uh, to watch Mississippi State take on Memphis, and Zach Arnett's defense will be leading the charge. Coach, thanks so much for your time today. We really, really appreciate it. We'll be yes, right sir. back. Thank you. Right back here on Super Talk Mississippi for Super Talk uh, for Thunder and Lightning live on Super Talk Radio. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601 864-3752. Hi, I'm Robbie Kemp with Entergy. Extreme temperatures and price increases nationwide have made this summer hard on everyone. Entergy is here to make things easier for those in need. Our shareholders and employees have donated millions of dollars to bill payment assistance for customers in our four-state service territory. We've invested in a stronger, cleaner power grid. We're also investing in you. Learn more at Entergy.com slash answers. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from Experience Believe Me. You need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. Here at the Almond Joy Factory, where tropical vibes abound, we use soft, fresh-tasting coconut. The crunchiest almonds and delicious chocolate candy. Ah, but do you know what our most important ingredient is? Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts. 
production Something even way better than that Yes, Almond Joy is made with almonds and ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet boom products, oil gator, oil dry spill kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The entire city of Jackson has been under a boil water notice for close to two weeks, and the ongoing crisis has residents, business owners, and educators demanding a solution. The Mississippi Association of Educators says the ongoing issue is affecting students' ability to learn. And a group of about 45 restaurateurs, including Jeff Good, have sent a letter to state leaders demanding action. I think if we just really start banding together and say enough is enough, you know, it's the old network. I'm mad as hell. I don't want to take it anymore. Yeah. We, we, we're mad at the problem. So tell us where the failure point is. What is stopping us from solving this? Because other cities in this nation have done the same. The legislature agreed to match the $25 million the city received in federal infrastructure money to try to fix the issue, but it's been estimated that it will cost over $1 billion to fix the infrastructure. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, where the news comes first. With live updates from Super Talk Mississippi News and Fox News every hour. Available on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. You believe this guy? Who is this guy? It's Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays, 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. I like this guy. Also on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. Accurate information, in-depth analysis, and clear insight all in one place. The Gallo Radio Show with Paul Gallo. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Mississippi, the place you call home, is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3, on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3, on Super Talk Mississippi. Thunder and lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. You called down the thunder, well now you got it.
I tell you, Rhino, your your music selections have been pristine thus far. You haven't missed. That's that's a good thing as far as I'm concerned. Thunder and Lightning, live here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Brian Haydad. If you've missed any of the show, if you missed my interview with Zach Arnett or, or anything, or if you you know you just love the dulcet tones of my voice, well, this show is available on my podcast feed. If you're a subscriber to the Thunder and Lightning podcast, this show will be popping up. Uh, I don't know about 15, 20 minutes after we uh, we get off the air, and and it's just right there for you. And it's there every day, every day. So of course that goes along with five days a week with Thunder and Lightning the podcast. If you're a Mississippi State fan, nobody is covering you like Super Talk Mississippi. You've got new MSU content every single day. Plus, don't forget Sports Talk Mississippi. Subscribe to that as well wherever you get podcasts uh, from. And you can hear me verbally berate Richard Cross and Michael Borkley, Borky at every uh, possible opportunity. So you heard Zach Arnett there talking about defenses, and I, and I asked him about some new faces. I'm going to give you some names. I'm going to give you some names, you know, because if you're a Mississippi State fan or if you just follow State relatively closely, I mean, you know who Cam Young and Jaden Cromedy are. You know Watson and Johnson at the linebacker. You know who Manuel Forbes is. So who are some of these new faces or these lesser-known guys that keep an eye on? I'm going to start in the secondary with sophomore Corey Ellington. He, if, if what we saw from him in the spring is an indicator, he's the next guy that Mississippi State fans will say, you don't have to be a five-star to be successful. Look at this kid, because he was not a highly recruited kid. But he looked like, and he's a guy at the end of the season last year, was getting a lot of reps, a lot of snaps. Thank you guys, by the way, on the uh, on the text line. They, when I was looking for a word to describe minutes, snaps, good call. But he, he was getting snaps at the end of the season. He played a good bit in the Liberty Bowl, which nobody would want to remember, but regardless. And then in the spring, he looked like a great player out there. He looked like a guy who was very comfortable in the scheme, very comfortable with himself out there on the field. You know, he's at that free safety position, so he's got Colin Duncan in front of him, a guy who's played a lot of snaps. But I think as an as an athlete, Ellington might have the advantage there. So I won't be surprised if if we see a lot of him uh, this upcoming season. That's a guy definitely to keep your eye on. Another guy I want you to, to talk about. Just from a, an athleticism standpoint, is John Lewis, the uh, the redshirt freshman, technically a Sam linebacker, but I think he's a guy who could play with his hand on the ground a little bit. You know, he'll be be, be behind Tyrus Weed, obviously. But again, this was State's highest rated recruit uh, two classes ago. Four star kid had offers from across the SEC. A guy who really came on as a senior uh, in high school and, and became one of the state's top recruits. Didn't play much last season because State had State has had depth at that linebacker position, but I think he, he is a potential breakout candidate for Mississippi State. I just like what I see from him uh, in terms of athleticism. I think he's explosive. I think he's got that kind of speed at the linebacker position that that makes you dangerous. He's a guy. I I, I won't be surprised if this year. You know, he's not going to overtake Wheat for that starting job, but he's going to be moving in a lot. And he's a guy that I think you might try to move pieces around defensively to try to get him and Wheat on the field at the same time because they can be a pass rushing threat, I think, for Mississippi State. So John Lewis is another name I want you to watch out for. Jevin Banks. This is a guy who 
the past couple of years has really been tearing it up in practice. But State's had the depth on the defensive line that he hasn't really had a chance to, to shine yet. But he's a big, powerful young man. I, I think he is a guy who this year could be a, a factor. Now, he's at that nose tackle position where State's already got Nathan Pickering and they've got Cam Young, two guys who have proven that they can do it, especially Young. Cam Young, one of the most underrated defensive tackles in the SEC. I want to I put that out there. You know, he's definitely not going to be a guy who gets any kind of first team all SEC traction, but game in, game out, that guy makes plays. If you look, if you see plays being made near the line of scrimmage when you're watching Mississippi State, I will bet you that Cam Young is involved in a lot of those plays. But Banks is a youngster who I think can really make an impact this year. Uh, on that defensive line. State's going to do a good job. And I'm not saying we're going don't don't get nervous. Don't start thinking 1A 1B. Don't start don't let that don't let that come into your brain. But State is definitely going to rotate guys because they've got the depth to do it. They've got guys at, at, at across these three positions. And remember, it's only three defensive line positions in this defense. It's a 3-3-5. And they've got I would say right now eight guys that they feel really good about putting out there. And then you've got some guys some freshmen or redshirt freshmen that you feel talent-wise can definitely be out there. So keep an eye. Jevin Banks is, is another one. Then in the go back to the secondary here. I talked about these corners. This battle that's going on right now between DeCamry and Richardson and Marcus Banks, I have no worries about Emmanuel Forbes. If you've ever listened to, to me talk on Sports Talk Mississippi or you listen to the Thunder and Lightning podcast, you know that I am a mark for Emmanuel Forbes. That's a wrestling term. We might not divulge into pro wrestling every now and then. Don't don't be scared. A mark just means I'm a guy that I, I look at him and I'm like, he really can't do any wrong. I am a big fan of Emmanuel Forbes. He's a guy that when he, he he's good in coverage and when he gets his hands on the ball, it's going back the other way. I think he's a, a surefire NFL guy. And last year he and Martin Emerson were a really good duo. And when you can, and when you want to play defense like Zach Arnett wants to play, Zach Arnett wants to play defense. When you want to get after the quarterback on virtually every every play, you better be good at corner. What made Joe Lee Dunn's defenses so good in 1999? He had Robert Bean and Fred Smoot, two NFL guys at corner, and that was back in the time where nobody ran four or five wide. So you basically weren't throwing to your wide receivers that year if you played Mississippi State. Forbes is a guy that, you know, people don't want to throw the ball near him because he's a ball hawk. He, he picks off passes, and then he takes them back the other way. So whoever this other cornerback is is probably going to see the, the, the bulk of the of pass attempts at them. I thought Richardson a season ago, when he was thrown into action in the Kentucky game, you might remember Martin Emerson was ejected very early in that game for targeting. And Richardson came in, and you're like, okay, Kentucky's a pretty decent passing team. Levis can sling the ball. They've got Wandell Robinson. And then I don't remember thinking about DeCameron and Richardson the rest of the way because he played well. There wasn't a game where he a play in that game where he was just so far out of position and he gave up a big play. And that was one of State's best defensive performances of the year with him in there. And then Banks, maybe it's just you know, maybe I'm wrong, but I see a guy who comes from Alabama who plays in the defensive backfield, which is Nick Saban's cup of tea. That's what Nick Saban loves to coach. He is a by trade a defensive backs coach. And all indications were talking to people who cover Alabama, which I did when this transfer happened, was that Saban wanted him to stay. You know, he wasn't going to be a starter for Alabama because, I mean, they just have so much five-star future NFL guy talent. 
But Banks was the guy they felt like could provide a lot of depth for them. But he wanted the opportunity to have to be a starter. And so now he's got it at Mississippi State. So from what everything I read when I when I read practice reports says that these two guys every day are going at each other. One makes a play, the other one follows up behind them. They're both vocal and they're they're both giving it giving Mississippi State a great option there at that other at that other cornerback position. Which is great because you got to have that these days. Everybody throws the football. Everybody's got great receivers. Got to be able to cover those guys up. So there's a lot of young talent on this defense on top of the veteran guys that makes you think that not only is this defense going to be good this year, but it has the potential to be good next year and, and going forward. State has always through the years done a good job of recruiting guys to play defense, mainly because they recruit Mississippi guys. Mississippi guys make great defenders in the SEC, year in, year out. There's just all these great athletes in the Delta, on the Pine Belt, up in North Mississippi, and these guys, they have speed, and they have size, and they turn in, you know, linemen are, are, are you know, big country boys. They're, they're filling up the middle. You've got guys who were safeties in high school. They put on 20, 30 pounds, but they don't lose a lot of speed. They become linebackers. And then you've got plenty of speed back there in the secondary. That's what State's doing in this current recruiting cycle is they're recruiting Mississippi very hard. When you look at State through the years, who have their best defenders been? Fletcher Cox and Josh Boyd. Where were they from? Mississippi. Where was Chris Jones from? Houston, Mississippi. Where was Bernardrick McKinney from? He was from uh, Tunica, Mississippi. Where was Jonathan Banks from? He was from uh, he went to East Webster High School. I guess he's from Mabin, you know. And, and it just goes on and on and on like that of finding kids here in the state of Mississippi to play defense. And you've got them now: Devontae Russell from Mississippi, Pickering, and Javon Banks, both from Mississippi. Jaden Crumedy and Jack Harris are from Mississippi. Uh, Jet Johnson is from Mississippi. Emmanuel Forbes is from Mississippi. Corey Ellington from Mississippi. I mean, the depth chart's loaded with them. So this defense, I hope I, I've, I've opened y'all's eyes a little bit on it because it's going to be good this year. It's going to be a good defense, and it's going to lead Mississippi State. to. It's good enough to win games for Mississippi State. If there's a game where the offense falters a little bit, State can pick themselves up defensively and keep going. We'll wrap it up when we come back. we got a little recruiting to talk about. No recruiting song just yet, but maybe soon. We'll talk about that when we come back on Thunder and Lightning Live here on Super Talk Mississippi. national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 
150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home because we hate termites more than you do. At Community Bank, we believe our success lies in our continued commitment to community and upholding the same small-town values that we were founded upon. We are relationship bankers. Whether you're trying to grow your business, grow your savings for your future, or building your dream home for your family, we are committed to helping you achieve your goals. Community Bank, a bank that knows community. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A community helping others host summer picnics across Ohio makes today's Dean's List. The group is called Empower Youth, and the nonprofit organization is trying to improve the lives of others. Scott Conley is the founder and says he doesn't want to see his neighborhood decline after the pandemic. He specifically wanted to help kids. Less than 3,000 people live in Bethel, Ohio. One in five people live below the poverty line, with 30% of those under the age of 18. Scott says he wants to get kids out of poverty and give them hope to show they have different options. Each week, a different sponsor takes over the picnics. These groups bring their own volunteers, and Scott says it's the heartbeat of their efforts to reach the greater community. Empower Youth hosts the picnic, and each weekly sponsor provides the food to all attendees. Scott says it's great to see the kids' excitement about returning to the picnics every week. Thanks to all those helping the lives of others. Empower Youth, you made today's Dean's List. Janice Dean, Fox News. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Thunder and lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. I am absolutely and completely thunderstruck. I'm just going to let it run every time. Just a little bit. 
Thunder and Lightning Live. Wrapping up with you here on a Wednesday evening. Thanks for joining me. Brian Haydad, Rhino down there in Studio X in Jackson. He makes the record spin. He makes the show happen. You're like the uh what, what, what you're 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 not I'm the quarterback, but you you are the offensive line. You are without you I got nothing. So I appreciate that. Uh we had a text come in from uh the six oh one area code, Ty from Crystal Springs. If you heard anything on Trevion Williams, the player from Crystal Springs, I should have mentioned him in that that last uh, grouping there of players to watch. That's the next guy in the lineage of Fletcher Cox, Chris Jones, Jeff Simmons. Trevion Williams is the next guy in there. I don't know about this year because there's so many people in front of him and he's young, but I will bet the family dog. Now that's a future first-round pick for Mississippi State. A stud. Got everything it takes. Got all the tools, everything you need to be a dominant, dominant defensive lineman in the Southeastern Conference. So thanks for the the, uh, the text, a reminder there. Appreciate that. Let's talk a little recruiting here. No, no commitments to speak of today, but a word has, has been put on the street, if you will, that on Friday uh, there will be a live recruiting show available on the 24-7 Sports YouTube feed where they will interview uh, four-star 2023 quarterback Chris Parson. And I would say that it is likely, now, this is recruiting we're talking about, anything could happen. What's true about recruiting today May not necessarily be true about recruiting tomorrow. A fluid situation, I believe it has been described as. But if we were if we were to, to, to think about it and talk about it today, I would expect Chris Parson to commit to Mississippi State on that a broadcast and come into the class of twenty twenty three as Mike Leach's quarterback. We talked about this last week on the show. You missed that? It's available on the Thunder and Lightning Podcast feed. Go back and hear it. The, the the threat, the dual threat quarterback in the air raid offense. Is it a possibility? Is it something that we could see? Now, we're not going to see it right away because he'll just be a freshman next year. But this is an interesting development. Expect him to pick Mississippi State on Friday. As it stands right now, that broadcast will happen at 4 o'clock, so it'll be happening while we're all live on Sports Talk Mississippi, which means should have live reaction to Mississippi State's uh, four-star quarterback entering the class of 2023. You want to get your quarterback in the class before the season starts for two reasons. One, it's helpful for the quarterback. You get the recruiting process done with as a quarterback, and then you can just focus on leading your team and winning football games. So it's good for the student-athlete. And it's also good for the program because the quarterback is nine times out of ten the leading uh, recruiter within the class itself. And Parson is a guy you know, who's been at the Elite Eight. He's been at these national camps. Guys know him. I'm not telling you that you should expect Mississippi State to start rolling in four- and five-star players, but people are going to take notice of that. And it'll be great publicity for the university as well to get a, a national broadcast like that, to get a player to commit. You know, I don't know if they're going to do the whole hat ceremony thing. Maybe a baby bulldog could be involved. Perhaps Dak Prescott would show up. This kid and Dak are actually tight. 
It's they 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 Dak is, has a relationship with Chris Parson, and how <laughs> can that hurt? I don't see how that could be viewed as a negative if you're a Mississippi State fan. You're your all-time greatest player and your most valuable resource helping in the recruiting uh, world. Not not a bad idea, in my opinion. If they if you can have that kind of relationship, it's certainly a very good one to have. So this coming Friday, again, again, it's recruiting. Things can change on a dime. But I expect Chris Parson to, to make his commitment to Mississippi State on Friday uh, live uh, on the uh, YouTube stream for 24-7 Sports. Looking ahead to next week's Thunder and Lightning Live, we will talk recruiting. My buddy Paul Jones from 24-7 Sports will join us here on the show. We'll probably be talking about this commitment, maybe some upcoming commitments, and then we'll see what the season brings for Mississippi State along the recruiting trail. We'll have some more updates from practice. We'll talk uh, what's going on out there. Uh, they, I, they may scrimmage this weekend. If they do that, I'll be out there to have a look and see uh, see what I see. So, plenty of great stuff coming up uh, from Mississippi State. Only a couple weeks away now, guys, from football. Real games. No NIL, no transfer portal. Games. I love it. I know that you guys do, too. Thanks so much for joining me. Subscribe to the podcast feed. If you missed the show, you won't miss another one. For Rhino down there in Studio X, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning Live here on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.